In the previous episode, we talked about driven for success with real estate. So as we all know, you can invest in real estate, but right? you can buy property and then rent it out. So that's one of the most popular and most common investment ways in real estate. The only challenge is you need money, right? but you need to have a, a solid and consistent income for you to be able to invest then and buy properties. In this episode, we will talk about LinkedIn marketing for entrepreneurs. Let's begin! Hello everyone! Welcome to the Beautiful Mind and Soul podcast where stories of faith, courage, and success inspire you to dream big and take action. I am your host, Shimi Hapay, and our guest for today is a multi-passionate entrepreneur, chief encourager of the After Six Club, an international independent LinkedIn trainer, and an international speaker. She is also the top influencer on LinkedIn by Marketing in Asia. Joining us today is Miss Cassie Paharillo Braganza. Woo! <laughs> Hi, Thank you for having me here. Yes, um, how are you today? Okay, I'm fine, ma'am. How are you, po? Uh, pretty much. Um, <laughs> I've never been so relaxed and busy at the same time. But it's yes. pretty much it's such a lovely, lovely opportunity to, you know, to just stay at home and stay safe and, you know, to make things happen even if there are limitations. So, but I, you know, I mean, I just really hope that the virus will just be, you know, be gone sooner. But I love how the Mother Earth is healing. So, yes. pretty much, it's a mixed emotion of everything. <laughs> Yeah. And we see that you are still very productive, boy. Even during these days, you are into doing webinars and a lot of stuff, coaching calls, and of course, this podcast interview with me, po. So thank you, Miss Cassie, for the time. And of course, we are always starting these interviews by asking our guests about their story, their backstory, their success story, and how they become who they are today. So can you share a little bit? of your success story or how were you able to be an advocate of transformative education and lifelong learning as well? Okay, such a good timing as well for this interview because it's actually the birthday of After Six Clubs. So it's our anniversary. Yeah, so it's pretty, pretty nice. So the story is, um, okay, so, huh. It's it's such a, it's, it's such a wonderful, wonderful story to look back into. Um, I guess uh, it really boils back down to when I was younger. Yeah, so when I was younger, I've have always been the curious person who wants to learn everything and anything under the sun because I am an experiential learner. So of course, there are different kinds of learners, right? So for me, I'm really more of like the experiential one. So I venture to a lot of things. I unknowingly didn't know that I was entrepreneurial in such a young age. I, my parents exposed me with a lot of experiences, which I'm really, really grateful for. Um, plus, I've always been um, this person who just really wants to understand other people. And I realized that I, everything starts with education. Everything starts from getting to know things. It's, everything starts with, okay, trying to dig deep as well on why we do things, on what we do things, and where are we, and so on and so forth. 
So After Six Club basically um, came about because I lost my job. So I've been in and out of being a hotelier. So I was in marketing. I was, you know, in at agencies and so much so forth. And dami kong ventures before. In and out of entrepreneurship as well. Um, until one day, it was the, the end of it all. Um, the cusp of it was that I finally wanted to go back to the hotel industry because um, that's my love. That's my first love talaga. I guess lo true love never dies. First love never dies. So that's true. So what happened was, um, huh? What happened was, uh, I got back here and then I applied uh, here in Manila from traveling. Also, I was in Myanmar. I worked in Myanmar. I worked in um, the U.S. and uh, I've been in and out. So what happened was, um, I was applying for a hotel job because my mentors, my very first mentor, which is my very first job in the U.S. before, said that. Cassie, in order for you to become a general manager, it doesn't. You really don't, don't need to have a bat. Um, you don't really need to have a bachelor degree. You really don't need master's degree. You really don't need a PhD and stuff like that. All that you need is experience and the skill, actually. And I was like, I was telling him, I can really, really vividly remember when I told him we were driving. He was driving the car and uh, he was uh, showing me around um, in Wyoming. And then he said, you know, Cassie, all you, um, my story, when I asked him, like, what is your story? I, I'm always that person, like, what is your story? I want to be inspired. Um, I want to know what you do. I mean, how can I copy it? You can model it. I mean, I would love to. So which I, it really struck me and it left me this inspiration. And he said, Cassie, I started as a barista and I didn't finish high school. I didn't pursue college. And or at least that's what I remember. Um, and he's a general manager and of the top resort in the world. And then now he is a top consultant as well for luxurious resorts as well in the world. So I was like, what? Because in the Philippines, I remember that. I said, you know, in the Philippines, it's so important that you have that piece of paper. And he was like, well, in my vocabulary, that doesn't work. <laughs> so he was saying that, you know, a lot of people go through schools and stuff and yet never see their potential because they don't allow themselves because they're dependent on a piece of paper. So after a while, he said, you know, it's important for you to discover yourself, discover a lot of things. You have to know what is it that you wanted to do by actually being in it. Because if you've never tried it, how would you know if it's actually something that you would want to be? So I said, okay, so, okay, so how does, how does this work? So what happened was he, I was in a management training program. So what he did was he, instead of putting me in a position wherein I will work in an office job right away, he really made me go through all the needle. Like, I'm a five feet tall girl. Well, at the time, I was a five one, five two, five yeah, I'm five two now. So like five, five one, like that um, woman. And then I'm driving a Lexus, and he made me like, okay, go and pick up the, the client in the airport. I was like, what? I didn't even know how to drive. Well, I knew how to drive, but I was 22, 23. I was very young, and I didn't know where to go. But there's GPS, so I learned GPS too. So. You know, it's really more of like accountability. So he made me do things that I never dared that I will. So he made me experience, you know, every little thing that management does. Like what is being a general manager like? 
So it may have been a preview, but it really gave me so much impact. I even experienced being a janitress. I well, sobrang luxurious resort naman siya, so it doesn't really count. <laughs> it's really clean. So, um, yeah, so into guest relations, into different, you know, departments until um, it also gave me this uh, insight also, this learning that success shouldn't be, shouldn't go to your head. Yeah, so it shouldn't go to your head because it did to me. So it went to all in my head. Um, I was buying a lot of things and um, and then that's when I realized the second learning, which was happiness is, is temporary if you keep on fueling it with materialistic things, right? So that was the second learning. And then the third one was to cherish every moment that you have and every opportunity that you have and to leverage on it. So I flew back in Manila. And then when I flew back in Manila, I've been in and out of different jobs because my second general manager, whom I look up to up until this day, I still ask for, you know, for, for thoughts. He'd say like, you know, Cassie, again, you have to check, you have to try out a lot of things. If you want to be in marketing, you have to get out of there and do marketing because it's going to be very slow if you are in this business. It's going to take a while for you to climb the ladder. So to hack it, go into a marketing agency. So I went to a marketing agency in Ogilvy, which in Ogilvy after that, I was I flew into a lot of things in between. And then I flew to Myanmar. And then in Myanmar, it was also another you know experience as well. Um, but that was when I really, really, truly cherished that um, if you really, really want something, you really got to work hard for it. Or if not work hard, work smart for it. And experience as much as you can because it's going to um, affect and also lead you to how you want things. So being someone who's so much into process and structure, because before I've been like, oh my God, how do you do process and structure? How do you put a system? How do you put in your I mean, these are the things that I'm really, really keen about. Um, if before it's all about the materialistic, like the front, now I like look into the back end of things. Like how does that work? Because I want that too. Like I want to put some structure so that I will have a legitimate business that runs that serves me and not me serving the business. So moving forward, so after Six Club happened because I was I finally gave my resume to a lot of hotels um, when finally I said I think I'm ready, and all the hotels rejected me. Um, and when they rejected me, oh my god, that was devastating. I remember I was depressed for two weeks because I was like, oh my gosh, I've got so much in my resume, and then that's when I realized too that the hell. This Philippines, it's just so backwards. Like, I don't need my resume to talk about what I'm good at, right? I need to be there for them to know that I'm good, that I'm great. But again, that's how it like how it works, of course, in at least in a country um, back back then. Um, not until I got a scholarship ten years ago, well, more than ten years now, but at that time it was ten years ago. I got a scholarship from Cornell University. And it's the Harvard of Hotel Years in Ithaca, New York. And, oh my gosh, so it was presented back to me because at the time, I wasn't ready. I mean, before before that, I wasn't ready because, again, that master's program was really more on getting to know and getting to be working 
with general managers as well. And then, siyempre, ako parang, ha, how am I going to take that? I'm just, you know, I'm not C-level, C-suite level yet. So, sabi ko, you know, sayang, but I will take it, I hope, maybe in a couple of years, if it's still open. And then, I'm happily, the founder said, you know, after how many years, I don't know, by blessing in disguise, contacted me and then said, hey, Cassie, you know, I, I just saw your file that you haven't um, purchased or you haven't started with your program. Do you want to get into it? It was super perfect timing. Like, who would thought in the X number of years and perfect time that I was depressed for two weeks? Like, what? How did that happen? I guess it's the universe also saying there's always a perfect timing. And what happened was um, I started putting in my resume that I am I'm a scholar of Cornell University. So put it in there. And then that was the time that hotels kept on like running after me, calling me. So it was super depressing. So that was when I took a step back and I said, really, full beans? Just because I placed a Cornell there. Now you're calling me because I have the credentials for it. But what if I have the credentials but I can't perform? I mean, if these are the other people, right? So I was like, oh my God, this is, this is totally whack. So what happened was... I didn't pursue the interviews anymore because what happened was the only thing that I do when I pursue the interview was I don't want to talk to the HR anymore. This was the first time that I actually applied things that I learned in the past. Like they said, okay, go straight to the CEO because you need to know what is the value, what are the values mission, what is their objective, what do they envision, what is their end goal, and so like that. So I spoke, I talk, in every HR, I asked, okay, I don't want to talk to you. Well, siyempre in a very nice way. <laughs> in a very nice way. Like, I don't want to talk to you. I want to talk to the general manager straight. I don't want to talk to the sales and marketing anymore. I don't want to talk to the, blah, 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 blah. I want to talk to the general manager because I want to know what his vision is. I want to know what his objective is. I want to know what his end goal is. I don't want to know all these things. And the HRs wouldn't give me time to speak to them. And I was like, okay, screw it. I'm not going to take this off. Right? So, yeah. So that was when, not until I got accepted, um, one of the HRs that I, in the hotel industry, um, HR said, hey, Cassie, um, this property, and said, okay, the HR, the general manager is ready to talk to you. I was like, what? Finally, somebody dared to do that? So, which is, so, medyo parang si Cassie, parang, oh my gosh, what am I doing? So, yeah. So, apparently, he's a 74-year-old um general manager who who talked to me about my vision and it was really really great because you know i got to ask him like what are these things like c-level thinking even if i wasn't c-level and then i told him my dream i wanted to become a general manager because there are only a few women who are general managers in this arena and then he said well there are a couple of women now and i was like yeah yeah but during my time i both think i haven't heard you know in top hotels whose women are leading so i precisely remembered when he said cassie this is going to be the last hospitality industry training that you're ever going to have because i can see that you're going to be an entrepreneur this is going to be the best entrepreneurial um training you're ever going to have or something like that i was like what parang diba parang what parang okay gusto mo maging gm diba so, so what happened was he said, you know, you're going to be a marketing director or marketing manager, whatever, in marketing, but you're going to be shadowing me as a general manager. Of course, I took it. I took the job. I took the job, and I don't care how much the cost will be or the salary it's going to be because all that I wanted to do was really gain the insight of, you know, of a manager. I don't care if it's a measly peanut um, 
salary at the time or whatever. It's really more of that. And the HR was really like, what? You're really accepting this even if, yeah, I don't care. Because for me, my goal is this. So I have this specific goal. It's not really more of monetary. But I know monetary is important as well. But then again, at the time, we had the same vision. But then my general manager asked me to quit my job after how many months? I was like, what the hell, right? So he asked me to quit my job and the GM also of Cebu called for me and said, hey, Cassie, we need to talk to you. Um, I thought it was just really like, what did I do and stuff? But what happened was um, both of them said, we're leaving the properties that we're currently managing and we don't want you to be in it. Um, we know that this is your your goal, but you would serve better as an entrepreneur serving your own um, property or serving your own tribe or serving your own people because you're good at it. So, yeah, so I lost my job and I was like, I don't know what to do. I was stalking people on LinkedIn. I'm a stalker on LinkedIn. So I was talking people in LinkedIn, specifically general managers, and uh, I was on my Cornell University um course at the time so I lost my job until one person believed in me called me and said hey Cassie we have a thing in um, Banifasha Global City do you want to do you want to come up with a three-day event you can fill it up like what 7,000 people and I was like cool whatever sure because I'm not doing anything anyway and then needless to say I didn't think about that I didn't think about the cost I didn't think about anything all that I thought about was okay let me just get things done so instead of having a pity party, I looked into my LinkedIn and I saw like, oh my gosh, I've got friends who are directors, decision makers, maybe GM, CEOs, whatsoever, are running their own course. So that was a long, long story. But long story, and then to cut it literally short, After Six was born because I've always been wanting and looking for a mentor. It was supposed to be Mentors United. The name was supposed to be Mentors United, but it just doesn't resonate at the time because people are like okay if it's a mentorship it has to be a relationship so it's like okay let's do it a little bit more vague that can um fix corporate people because for me again going back to my story is that for me paper is just a piece of paper a certificate is just a piece of paper what's important is you know what you're going to talk about you know where you're going you know what it entails you know and stuff hence the after six came about for transformative and progressive education education corporate professionals to get better in what they're doing because now there is no such a thing as a ladder everything is just like popping out like new things right so before if there is a if there is a vice president and then there, you know, there's an AVP, a vice president, and then a CEO, right? Now, meron pang, oh my gosh, meron pang bagong strategist muna, tapos ganito, 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 ganito. Like, there are new opportunities before, like, there's no concrete ladder anymore because there's no ladder anymore. So, according to a LinkedIn study, people have been leaving their jobs not because of their bosses, but because they wanted growth. And yet, the thing is, it's uncertain already on how are they going to achieve that certain position, right? So what they're going to do is they have to take initiative. So for me, like, how are you going to take initiative if you don't even know how to take that, you know, that, that, that skill, if you don't have that skill? So yeah, so it was a gift that keeps on giving. So we had that one month event. It's crazy. We were able to pull in one, 1 million pesos. We had LinkedIn also flew in to support us. We had also Desini Law who talked about data privacy, 60 speakers, and so on and so forth. And that was when I realized, like, oh, my gosh, this is my genius zone. But then it was an accidental venture. 
So my story came about when I said, you know what? I wanted to be transformative. I wanted to be progressive because this is my story. This is my life. This is what happened to me, and I want that to happen to you too. So I idolized Mind Valley so much that I said, you know that one day I'm gonna work with Mind Valley. One day I'm gonna be like a Mind Valley in the Philippines, or if not Mind Valley of the Philippines, I will be associated with Mind Valley in the Philippines. Needless to say, <laughs> it happened. <laughs> so eventually, yeah. I worked with Mind Valley, and um, yeah, I'm very pretty much close with some of them from Mind Valley, and it really changed me because transformative and progressive is really more of like taking things, you know, from point A to point B, journeying with you. And I'm just so happy because, you know, after a while, um, having partners with co-working spaces, trainers, mentors, and coaches, things has been more clear, especially now in this pandemic. Um, so, yeah. So, now I'm, I'm actually a coach for consultants, coaches, and entrepreneurs for transformative and progressive education and also elevating yourself through LinkedIn. I became an independent LinkedIn trainer not because I wanted to, but it was an it was an accidental venture too. But because I kept on saying accidental venture, things were pretty much still unclear, you know, to other people. So when you become more intentional, the business boomed. I say like my business moved, like crazy moved. Like oh my gosh, I can't explain how being intentional in what you do makes so much difference in your life. So. That's basically the backstory. It's just a long, long story, but I felt that I have to let you know about that because I wanted to inspire and I wanted more young people to be motivated that nothing is too late, that you can reverse engineer what is it that you wanted to become and you have to be intentional. If I can do things all over again, I would, I know, there were a lot of things that I'm going to say, but Yes, to be intentional and nothing is by accident. All your failures will make sense in the long run if you become intentional and if you recognize why these things happen. So yeah, so that is the story of After Six Club. So serving coaches, trainers, and entrepreneurs, corporate professionals to elevate themselves um, through education because education is the best mover and shaker of them all. So yeah, so that's the long, 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 long story. I haven't said that story in a long while, but I thought that I need to tell you that. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for that very inspiring journey of yours, Coach Cassie. You know? And I, I want to greet you and the whole After Six Club team for the anniversary. I'm also part of this group and I am still in the corporate world before when I became a part of the group and it has inspired me so much. And I love the hashtag drive ambition. Yeah, yeah. And it brings out the passion in me. I was empowered and now I resigned. I am happy and I am now pursuing my dreams to be someone who can really also have a meaningful life helping other people as well and this is just i'm so <laughs> proud you. of you congratulations <laughs> thank you for sharing that that's really inspiring if you're willing me to do better thank you Shaimi. Wow. thank yeah. you coach cassie and also i've been attending your classes when it comes to linkedin yes profile optimization the power profile and having that all-star badge of yours and you have shared your story a while ago that linkedin has been one of the instrumental Super. platforms where you really grow and you yes. you met a lot of like-minded people 
So, can we ask, if we may ask, how can this platform also help entrepreneurs nowadays who are also lost and looking for some ways to build connections that can really help them grow as entrepreneurs also? Well, basically, it's more of like finding clarity. Uh, once you get to know who your ideal client is, who, well, actually, that's not really much of an client, but more of your audience. Who is your ideal audience? So, let's just say, I always say this, like, if you are in an empty room, no, not an empty room, if you're about to enter a room, right, an empty, it's going to be a room, right, and then you fill it up with a lot of people. Who are these people that you wanted to talk to? Who are these people that you're about to speak with in front of the stage? So, once you get to be so clear on who these people are or who is the one that you're in front of, you'll be able to hit, you know, that the, the market that you wanted to serve. Um, so, yeah, so that's one. It's really by being clear on who the people is, who are your audience, what are your genius zone and your specialization, what are the things that spark to you. So, like, I keep on telling this also my students, like, okay, what if we are in a conference and then somebody backed out or got late due to traffic and then I need someone to speak right in front of the stage? What is it that's something that you're going to speak in front of the stage without presentation, without any preparation whatsoever? Like, you can just, like, talk about it endlessly because you know what you're talking about. So, yeah, so it's going back to, again, your audience, what is your genius zone, your specialization zone, and, of course, your offer. What is it that you can offer? What is the solution that you can give? Now, there are people would always think that product is the one that you put in the marketplace. No, the one that you put in the marketplace is the solution. The product is just basically just the, 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 the element. But what you really have to do, what you really have to be clear on is your solution. What solution do you have for those people who are in need? So, yeah, so LinkedIn is very pivotal because, again, if you become intentional to knowing who are these people you want to speak with, you can definitely connect with them because you are speaking their language, right? Because you're talking to a specific person with their words too. So same jargon, um, you know, if you want to, talk to them, you're going to be writing them a letter, like, you know, in a generic form, sure, but because you're clear. So, yeah, so LinkedIn truly is so, 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 um, um, what do you call this, helpful for me. Um, and to a lot of people, especially my mentees, my coaches, my, my clients, because, you know, once you get so clear about your audience, their pain points, what is your solution, and, uh, yeah, what is your solution, and these three things, you're pretty much done. So you can definitely sky right, sky rocket, and you know just boom. Yeah, wow. so it's important. Yeah. So we just want to ask if you are still offering some master classes when it comes to LinkedIn. Definitely, a lot of people are really looking into it right now. Yes. Um. Actually, I have my LinkedIn intensive. Uh, we're on batch two already. And it's an eight weeks program wherein you can launch yourself as your personal brand and we get clarity as well whom you serve, your the solution that you have, get to reach your milestones, um, and also profit. So because I have this framework, okay, the way that I think uh, think through things now in terms of serving you is one is there are four things one it has to be clear it has to be transformative it has to be progressive it has to be profitable so there's it hits the three c's right that's convert um converse connect connect converse convert there you go so hitting those things those things so 
that is the epitome or that is the essence of the LinkedIn intensive. And, and it's amazing because my clients, oh my gosh, they've been hitting, you know, I have a client who got $1,200 already as, um, you know, just speaking as a coach for a session. Oh. And then I have another, yeah. And then another one, she, her courses got sold out. It's amazing. You know, once you become super clear and then I have another one who got booked for $2,500 for a coaching. It's like, what? Oh my goodness. So, you know, it's really more of being clear. So yeah, so that is the intensive. That's how it does work. And then I have a one-on-one -on -one coaching as well, where it will talk about sales, your offer. What is it? Uh, that, how do you communicate it? How do you close deals? How do you um, qualify your leads um that's the other one that i have and uh yeah so basically there are two things my one-on-one -on -one coaching and my linkedin intensive so wonderful so a lot of people are really discounting the fact that linkedin is a powerful platform they're just going to facebook nowadays and other social media platforms but they don't know that linkedin is really a good source of leads powerful. and yeah you see to all my listeners you can hear or you can watch this episode that what Coach Cassie said that there are a lot of clients of hers that are really getting it big, but big in LinkedIn, and you just and you need to know. Yes, and you don't need to have ten thousand followers on your network. All you gotta do really is to become intentional. Wow! So that is the great tip there, golden nugget. Be intentional in what you do, and thank you, Coach Cassie, for that. And now the next question is. Since you already you are a consultant right now for a lot of entrepreneurs, coaches, uh, what is the biggest entrepreneurial tip that you can share to our audience nowadays, especially during this COVID situation? You know, the best that I can do if I can start all over again is actually to have a coach. Mm -hmm. Investing with a coach really, really, really changed the game for me um, because investing in yourself and having that concrete roadmap as well on how to do things really will give you so much abundance and so much um, freedom also in your hands that business should serve you not you bowing down and hustling forever so if before I was you know before I was um hustling like almost 24 hours i was called as a workaholic i was called by my friends like i was always so busy you know it really wasn't i mean having to think about it now it's like what i didn't want that i mean i really wanted to have more time with now i, I just got married so i need more time with my husband i want more time with my my dogs i wanted to cook you know again i want to do all these things and what's nice about this like having to invest on a coach um, mind you, I was indebted. I was crazy, crazy indebted when I hired a coach and I invested myself. Um, but it was also the game changer. Now, I'm almost done with my debt. Because in, in what? In 45 days, I'm almost done with my debt. debt. So, yeah. So, you know, it's really more of, again, going back. Okay, there are five things that I learned. Like, number one is, um, again, to have yourself a coach who, who will be invested in you this is why probably why no it's not probably this is why i also invest myself to my coaches i only coach about the one-on-one -on -one coachee i only coach like two people in every six months because i want to invest 100 percent of myself 
And then with my LinkedIn intensive, I only serve about 10 people maximum or maybe 12 in the future because, again, I wanted to, inv to, to give my all for everybody. So, yeah, so one is invest yourself with a coach who will be accountable, who will be invested in you and not just because they want to take your money. Always go for a coach who will journey with you, who resonates your vision, who resonates your mission, your, your, your principles, your values. Yeah, and who will also take you from a journey because they also reached that journey too. Number two is um, be clear on your messaging, right? So what is it that you do? Like with me, when I said that I wanted to drive ambition, I want to help people have a transformative and progressive education, be a lifelong learner, that's it. So I was very clear in the messaging that I wanted to help people be educated, that I don't care what other method I'm going to do. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the power to have choices, the power to elevate yourself. So yeah, so it's your, your messaging. Who are the people that you serve, right? And then two, uh, three is to have services that you have something to offer. Because what is a message if you have nothing to offer? What is a message if you're not letting them know that you're you're open for business, right? So journey more on, um, yeah, so being open for business. And probably one is sales training. This is so, so important. Sales training is also mindset. Um, actually, if I can put that in the first one, I will do that. Mindset is very, very important. Um, so sales. So sales mindset is very important. That sales doesn't equate to greed. Sales doesn't equate to money. Yes, sure, it's about money. But sales equates to service. Like who are you serving? Like serving equates to an energy exchange. Now, the reason why people fail, which I myself um, have experienced that failed in investing on courses, it's because they're not accountable to it. I mean, they're accountable, accountable with themselves, but they still couldn't finish it. So, right? So why can't, couldn't they finish it? Why aren't they not transforming? It's because nobody is accountable to them. Like people are just putting like courses just because they wanted to have courses, you know? Like it doesn't have, you know, that's why it's important to have a coach as well so that they will journey with you. Um, even if their courses are DIY, but the, the point is they check up on you. It's very important to have that, um, your sales training, um, to associate sales with service and energy exchange. And most importantly, I, just to keep on showing up. This is something that I was doing throughout the years that I'm here and um, after six and also with my business. You know, even if hard times are there, I keep on showing up because, you know, Shami, every time that Every time that I feel down or low or lonely or sometimes I feel like, you know, I'm defeated already, there will always be at least one person who will message me or will email me after they receive my email that they get inspired, that they get moved, they got, you know, they, they were empowered, that they got their first client or, you know, all these things. So parang, oh my gosh, it's such a disservice. Right, right now, you're telling me I, I was able to move you, I was able to inspire you. I mean, this one, it's like really, really fills my heart that it's such a disservice if I don't show up, if I don't share to you my struggles, if I don't share to you my failures, if I don't share to you, you know, like I'm human too. So those are the things. So again, the, the five, six things is your mindset. It's important to work on your mindset, like truly, truly work on your mindset that money is not bad that money should serve you as well, that money is all about exchange of energy. 
the mindset that you can serve and it's the service if you don't number two is to get yourself a coach because having someone who will be um invested in you and you will be invested on resonate you soul-led client soul-led partnership that's just oh my gosh it's going to like change the game that money is nothing but paper because it's going to be ROI. I swear to God, it changed my life, got cleared with my, almost cleared with my debts in such, what, 45 days. Amazing, right? And I paid her a lot. So yeah, but still, right? So yeah, and then have a product or service that would say, okay, this is a solution. I have a solution for for that for that pain point. And then um, that, that sales training. And yeah, and then show up, show up. Regardless, every day, show up every day. If not every day, show up intentionally. Yeah. So, and of course, you know, going back to the framework, it has to be progressive or manageable, meaning it has to be with process. It has to be, you know, with progressive. So you don't have to scramble 24 hours to work because that's not it. Business should serve you, not you serving the business. So, yeah, so that's actually like five, six things um, to, answer, to, to, to answer you also how people can get moving uh and if i can do it all over again these are the things that i would do yeah amazing amazing thank you coach cassie i have a lot of takeaways in this interview <laughs> and i i really know that my audience are also listening to this and wow mm -hmm. they are amazed that they have a lot of things before them but they can do it because they know their story that you experience the struggles the pain but then everything happened for a reason and now you are there and helping other people. And some of my takeaways are, of course, be intentional. Mm -hmm. uh, we are not defined by that piece of paper after we graduate. We can be more. Yes. Hashtag drive ambition. And Absolutely. yeah. And then we, your tips, the six tips that people need to recap every time they are listening or watching this episode. And one of it. One of those tips that really marks me, marks my heart, is the mindset. Every time I listen to coaches like you, really I invested in a lot of coaches too, but I never regret it because they helped me. They shaped me to be who I am today. And like you, Coach Cassie, and it's about the mindset and just being present online. Be consistent and thank you for sharing all of all of these things to us in this episode and definitely a lot of people would like to know you more to check out on you or to see how can they connect with you how how can they be able to get in touch with you coach cassie i'm everywhere um it's cassiepajarillo.com my handles are all cassiepajarillo i respond as much as possible right away uh, most of people also have my number. So, yeah, you can find me anywhere. You can message me anywhere. You can actually book a call for a discovery call with me for 15 minutes. We can talk about your business. And if you would want me to help you, if there's something that you need clarity or you just, you know, you need some springboard because I understand. It's also hard to talk to the whiteboard, you know, because I do that before. And then now that I have a coach, I'm like, oh, my God, it's such a game changer. So, and yeah, right. So, yeah. So, and um, yeah, um, I think there's one more thing that I want to say that, um, yes, be intentional about everything. And it, it, it's really going to fall under play, um, all in the same place. And also, instead of being addicted to failure, because I was addicted to failure. I love failures. Like, really, I love failures because I learned so much like crazy. I wouldn't have these, you know, these, this, this 
emotions or I don't have this knowledge and experience if it wasn't because of failures. But you know what? It's time for us to switch the mindset that, yeah, I'm going to fail. No, what if, oh, darling, what if you're going to fly, right? So be addicted to winning because when you keep on winning, you keep on elevating yourself. So yeah, so basically that's seven. So there's seven things. So it's stop being addicted to failure. Accept failure, learn from failure, but take it as a win because you learned something and then win further. Power of words. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about progressive learning and transformation. Thank you, Coach Cassie. And I can testify that Coach Cass is really approachable. You can check her handles. And yeah, she's willing to help a lot of people nowadays. And you can just check out what program she's offering. I can really vouch for her credibility. And yeah, I'm going to hop in. Thank you, Coach Cassie. And to all my audience, I always, as I always say to you, you don't need to be great to start. You just need to start to be great. And as Coach Cassie says, be intentional and be an advocate of lifelong or learning as well. So thank you everyone for watching. God bless you and to God Thanks be the glory. Bye.